This is Click to the Beat, where we talk to artists who are pioneering their way onto your social media feed. I'm your host, Raylene, and today we're talking with Ivy Paint, a four-piece pop-punk band from Orlando, Florida. They have grown their audience using TikTok and Instagram to interact with fans. Their EP Blue Light was released back in March, and it's continuing to pick up traction. You're listening to Click to the Beat, and today we have on two members of Ivy Paint. Can you guys introduce yourselves and say what you do in the band? All right, my name is Sean. I'm the main songwriter, and I'm also the singer and the rhythm guitarist. I'm Jason, and I play drums. Ivy Paint has been around since 2018. Can you tell us a bit about why you guys started the band? The band originally started with just me. Um, I was going through one of those high school breakups, as everyone always does. Um, And then I needed a way to kind of emotionally cope with it. Uh, I should have probably just gone to a therapist, but I ended up just uh, writing a bunch of songs about it. You know, I I eventually started bringing in Jason and Christian and Adam, and uh, it kind of just evolved from there. I met Jason the most inorganically, actually. I met him on an online website. It was like one of those like find my find bandmate websites, because I was in a different band for a really long time. And we were looking for a new singer and then I found him, but then I ended up leaving that band after so many years. And then I hit him back up and I was like, yo, like you still need a drummer. Can you tell us a bit about what inspired the name Ivy Paint? I don't know. I just wanted something that like kind of didn't make sense, but sounded pretty when it went together. There's no actual, it's not like one of those cool stories where we're like, and then we looked at a can of paint that said Ivy paint and we knew. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe we should start saying that. kind of better. It was just a like really thought out, like what sounds cool. Type of, like <laughs> we were all hanging out in a room and then it was actually a, uh, it was a Home Depot and there was a color of a paint and it said Ivy. And the, yeah, let's go with that. We're going to go with that story from yeah. now on. Whatever floats your boat, right? <laughs> Literally. So with everything going on with the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, a lot of bands, musicians have had to adjust the way they connect with their fans and create music. How have you guys personally been impacted by the pandemic? We actually had some pretty big shows uh, booked with some notable acts. And um, once all that kind of got like put on hold indefinitely, essentially, we were like, just kind of like, okay, well, what can we do so that we're not, we don't just become stagnant. And then the next best thing was like, all right, well, all we can do is like focus on trying to grow an internet presence. We've also um, just done more stuff overall. Like we started our our merch store, which is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, we we did some live stream concerts, which was cool. Um, And I get things like, you know, we spent more time in the studio and we had more time to do that. I hone on my songwriting as well. Yeah, um, the the music videos we put out, we were like really able to, we were like, let's go all out with these videos. You guys are writing, you released your album during a pandemic, you know, your EP, I mean, during a pandemic. So you guys are really, like you guys said, you guys are doing a great job with your social media presence and really pushing through the obstacles that have been presented. Once shows do come back, it's going to be interesting to figure out how to balance that dynamic between going back to live shows and making sure we're still creating content, but just do it on the road, you know, make sure we're still doing vlogs and stuff like that. But instead of just doing it from our bedrooms, it's like a vlog from the road. It'll make sure we're still demoing on the road, make sure we're still TikToking on the road or uh, 
making music you know just is that a verb yeah it is, yeah. It is now if it's, it's a it's about to be if it's not so but you know just like you know we got to make sure that and i would like to see a lot of other bands hopefully make sure that we still continue that balance because you know things could plateau you know how things are you know we don't want we got to make sure we continue to feed what has helped us become moderately successful you know back in october you know you, re- you released your spooktacular live set on youtube do you see yourself uploading or streaming any more live performances you know doing stuff like that is very expensive i definitely want to do it again but you know people people threw the idea of like trying to do like like one or two a month at me one time and i was like that that sounds great like on paper but like it's it was actually a lot of work just putting that thing together but i would like to do it again now that we have more songs out yeah i think I also don't want to like repeat the same set, of course. So mm-hmm. we, t- we probably need more songs out. Um, but it'd also be dope to just have um, our set recorded like at an actual venue once shows come come back. I'm sure whenever you guys are ready to, you know, take the next step for your next, you know, live stream or recorded performance, like fans will be ready. You know. Oh yeah. On Instagram, you guys just reached 3,500 followers. What is it about the app from the band's perspective that you find so great? I just think that social media in general has humanized musicians now like you think back to like 15 years ago like your favorite musician was untouchable and now everyone's accessible so everyone is kind of a normal person or no matter how big or small your music is as as a musician like with fans people like kind of forget that like we're just as grateful for like you know how they've impacted um our lives the way that you know they would say how much our music means to them hopefully um yeah I, I also think it's kind of funny that like people get shocked whenever like we respond to them or like, or, like reshare like a dm because yeah like, people are like oh my god i can't believe you respond i'm like well, i'm just sitting in my room on my phone right? <laughs> there you go hi you know like yeah it's like i don't know i'm just i'm just like a 20 year old kid like just just trying to just trying to make some some tunes man <laughs> you guys you're also on tiktok you have over eight thousand followers can you tell us a bit about how you got there we just got we just got super <laughs> the <lucky>. algorithm <laughs> was insanely helpful i don't even know what that was so i think we owe it a lot to just all-time low in general as well oh yeah because um there's that um it's not a phase mom it's a lifestyle that like dear maria count me in all-time low trend yeah. so we we used to play Dear Maria live when shows were a thing um, as part of our set. So then we just thought like, hey, let's, let's just hop on this thing really quick. Let's just sing like the last chorus. Like I'll do the, I'll do that one line from that TikTok trend like right before. Yeah. And we just got super lucky and that one just got a lot of um, attention with TikTok. I also had a clip from our spectacular live set, of course, um, of our teenagers cover, and then we also got super lucky with that. The boys and girls in the clip, the awful games that we stick, never gonna fit in much But if you're troubled and hurt, what you got under your shirt, we'll make them pay for the things that they did. TikTok, your videos date back to February. You know, we're in March right now as we're recording this. That's like last month. So really, you guys have picked up quite fast. How do you feel about that? We actually yeah. pushed our release date for Blue Light forward by a month because we were gaining so much traction on TikTok. We were like, okay, let's push everything forward a month before this, in case this like plateaus very quickly. <laughs> You're on 
almost every social media platform, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud. Where do you feel you connect most with fans? Instagram. As far as reaching people, I mean, TikTok is really good for reaching a lot of people, but Instagram is the one that feels more like intimate. I think more people are more likely to like, you know, leave comments and like want to share stories. And I feel like on TikTok, like, it, it seems just a little bit more like facetious, like people are kind of putting up. Um... TikTok is so like, go, 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 yeah, go, exactly. go, go. Whereas Instagram, I kind of feel like I can take my time and, you know, yeah. Tick- Instagram feels slower and more relaxed. You guys just released your EP, Blue Light, on March 12th. Can you tell us a bit about the inspiration for that? So Blue Light was sort of inspired by the idea of like having having issues going on in your life to the point where it's kind of hard to get some good sleep at night and then you'll go to like a doctor or like a therapist or something and they'll say like you know maybe it's the blue light like maybe it's um you're staying on your computer your phone you're watching tv um and it's kind of just like pointing it towards pointing mental illness or relationship problems just towards you know something more superficial like just blaming it on technology Technology, yeah (laughs) Then it's a it's a lyric in, uh, in melatonin. melatonin. Blame the blue light. So taking you know that lyric, um, along with the overall theme of the album, it just kind of made sense to to call it that. You know, mental health and mental illnesses are kind of a, a struggle to talk talk about sometimes. What was kind of your push to be like, you know what, I want this to influence my music. Something about being able to put it behind a melody just makes it a lot easier to kind of understand my own emotions and also kind of just convey how I'm feeling. Um, There's like a stigma with mental health too, where like there are people out there that are like, oh, I don't want to hear it type of thing. But once you put it into a song, then everyone wants to hear about it. So if you want to get your message across to how you're feeling without people being like, oh, you're just being like a whiny, insensitive, blah, 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 blah. Like put it in a song and then everyone will take you seriously. Blue Light is your second EP. Your first EP debuted in 2019 and was called Quiet Compassion. Can you talk to us a little bit about the difference between the two? During the first EP cycle um, with Quiet Compassion, four out of five of the songs are like pretty depressing. They're like definitely in this, a big difference from um, Blue Light. And I noticed that like whenever we played it live, a lot of people were less likely to kind of like jump around and interact mm-hmm. and rather just kind of like stand around with their like arms crossed and like kind of nod along. So then coming around like this album cycle, I wanted to, I definitely considered, even though there's a pandemic, I definitely considered how these songs would translate live. So your track 5050 features Kellen Quinn. And for those who are listening who are not familiar with Kellen, he's the lead singer of Sleeping With Sirens and is really a star in the emo post-hardcore alternative scene. So how did that collaboration come about? So Kellen Quinn has been doing this really cool thing where he's been working with um, some bands that I guess he likes and he's putting them on and featuring with them. And we were, we kind of just, you know, shot in the dark, sent him our song. Uh, We had a version of 50-50 without him that Adam was basically singing his parts, our bass Adam. And we kind of just shot, you know, shot in the dark, sent him the song and he responded very quickly. I think it was like 10 minutes uh, and he was like, I love this. Let's do it. Yeah. So couldn't be more thankful for that. It's obviously, you know, anyone that does the type of music that we do has probably been listening to that band for over 10 years, if anything. So, you know, it was very full circle for us to be able to have his name on our track. I, honestly, to me, at one point, I was like, I don't even care what this track sounds like. I don't care if it sounds like, like, like absolute 
crap. Like his name is on it and that's awesome. <laughs> Back and forth. Alan Quinn, big guy, but in general for, you know, your over your whole discography, who do you look for, for inspiration, whether it's musician or things in your life, what inspires you to create content? I guess from a, a drumming standpoint, uh, I like the Foo Fighters, but our music doesn't sound like the Foo Fighters, but drumming wise, I look up to the Dude, Foo what Fighters. what do you mean? Melatonin is exactly uh, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um, As far as like, just like pop punk and melodies and any kind of opinion I could give on how he structures melodies, it would be all time low. And then as far as marketing and content goes, it would be the band water parks. In terms of like crossing over between all the, all the stuff that we've done, um, definitely five seconds of summer. That is hundred percent effect. Um, just, you know, having four dudes all play instruments, um, multiple singers as well. Um, just like catchy, jumpy stuff, a little jumpy, a little jumpy. Um, like you said, all-time low, another four-piece. You guys just released your new EP, but do you have anything else in the works, anything you can talk about? No, but soon we're actually going to the studio tonight to finish up our next release. Um, and then we have about- you can get more than that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a cover of a very popular song ba- by a very popular- Group. Group, not band, <laughs> group. Um, that's popular right now. Mid end of summer, we'll start having- you know, the next, I don't want to sound dramatic, but like the next era or cycle of Ivy paint music yeah. uh, starting to come to light. It's just, we just wear pink at that point. Yeah. No more blue. No more blue, we're pink light. <laughs> Every EP is just going to be a different color light. I'm sure the listeners are looking forward to seeing what's up next for you guys. But again, I'd like to thank you so much for being on the podcast. All the links to all your social media, your merch site, and everything else will be linked in the description wherever listeners are listening to this. Thank you again. I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Thank you so much. Don't forget, Blue Light is available to stream on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and all other streaming platforms. That was episode two of Click to the Beat, produced, edited, and hosted by Raylene Lopez.